Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue in the book of Mark with chapter 14, verses 22 through 26. This is where Jesus instituted what we often refer to as communion. Pastor Jim is usually more considerate in allowing me some time for a brief introduction. But this week, due to the length of the material that we have to cover, we're going to go directly into today's slice of the sermon entitled, The Lord's Supper. Now, these different eras in the redemptive plan of God are usually called dispensations. I didn't use that word at the beginning just to make sure that I didn't have people injecting their own uh, ideas of what that means. The word dispensation comes from a translation of a Greek word that occurs only a couple of times in the New Testament, but it basically means the order of the house. Uh, the, The rules of the house change from one era to the next. Yeah, but the owner of the house is still the same. Morality never changes. But there are things that change as you move from one to the other. So if you've ever wondered what dispensations are, you got a pretty good idea. Now, now people argue over how many dispensations there are, how many um, facets there are to the different transitions and all of that. But... uh, Don't worry about that. If it was all that crystal clear, there'd be a chapter of the Bible that says this is how many dispensations there are. But but we can see this, the continuity and the discontinuity within that continuity. Now, the crucial signals of change from one dispensation to another are sometimes very visible. What we have before us in our text for today is the signal of the huge change from the dispensation of the law to the current dispensation. This transition was not completed in one night when Jesus ate the Passover. I've been arguing for the saying his whole life was a part of that transition, but On the night of the Passover, Jesus signaled this transition very dramatically. He made an astounding announcement of the transition from Old Covenant to New Covenant, specifically using that terminology, New Covenant, when he introduced this new celebration. Now, believe it or not, we're going to get to our text. These words are going to be very familiar to you if you've been a believer very long. We have the institution of the Lord's Supper, which we celebrate throughout this era, throughout this dispensation. Now, here's where we're going. Mark 14, verses 22 through 26. Jesus is going to say, this is my body. He's going to say, this is my blood. And without using the exact words, he's going to show us, this is my plan. So we start with... This is my body. Mark 14, 22. While they were eating. Well, now you know 
This fits in the flow of that evening of the Lord's Supper. So it was probably toward the close of the whole time, probably during the uh, eating of the main course, probably. While they were eating, he took some bread, which the leader of the Passover always did, breaking pieces of the bread and giving it to each one around the table to eat along with the lamb. While they were eating, he took some bread, and after a blessing, he broke it and gave it to them and said... Not what they had ever heard before. Take it. This is my body. So Jesus takes a piece of unleavened bread, gives thanks, breaks it into pieces for the consumption of all of them. He was about to initialize a symbolic way to remember that he came and took on humanity to allow his body to be sacrificed for us. Just as the lambs of the Passover had to be flawless, the perfect sacrifice had to be flawless, sinless, perfect. He came and took on humanity that he might be that sacrifice. Now, that is a brilliant symbol. Just as desperately as we need food for our bodies, our souls need a Savior. Jesus Christ, in His death on our behalf, is the way that that salvation comes. Jesus had earlier called Himself the bread of life. He had also called Himself the door of the sheepfold. Now he's talking about being the lamb who takes away the the sin of the world. He's also the light of the world. Elsewhere he's called the morning star, the chief cornerstone, and the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So Jesus, shockingly, there's 15, almost 1,500 years in how many countless thousands of families had the Passover been celebrated. Nobody had ever said, here's a piece of bread, this is my body. It was a huge deal. Now, he says it represents himself. Sadly, a lot of theological junk has accumulated around this simple, beautiful imagery. Jesus did not actually turn that bread into his flesh. He was there physically. Uh, His body was literal. The bread was literal. And he wasn't saying that there was some, as Calvin of Calvin and Hobbes would say, some sort of transmogrification of, of that. The bread was a symbol. Jesus did not say, here, you each bite off a finger. He wasn't talking about... That was a really bad illustration. Sorry about that. He wasn't talking about a, a literal transformation. He used symbols to instruct and explain. There is also not some mystical presence to the bread of communion. It is, it, it's bread. Whatever recipe you use... Some insist on unleavened bread. Some, some don't. It doesn't really matter. We don't, it doesn't say you must use this certain kind of bread. The point is it's not, it's not transformed mystically into something. It's a beautiful symbol. And along with the cup, it pictures Jesus' incarnation and his death. All of that for the purpose of buying your 
redemption. Now, we have Matthew's record of this, Mark's record of this, Luke's record of this. John majors on the the teaching of that night. He doesn't give a formula for the uh, communion like the others do. But then it's also recorded, interestingly, in its most thorough version in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Because the the church in Corinth kind of muffed it. And they were making it into more like, hey, there's some bread and wine by the door. Help yourself on the way out if you want to. They, they weren't getting it right. So that's why there's that uh, later revelation to correct that. Well, all of them make it clear that Jesus said, uh, Mark says, take it, this is my body. He said that. But he also said, do this in remembrance of me. He was saying everything that all those sacrifices were, now it's me that you need to remember. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty six says, every time you do this, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This is how we remember and we celebrate who Jesus is and what he did to redeem us. I like to point out the emphasis on the pronouns in um, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, but also in the Gospels. They are emphatic He says, do this in remembrance of me. And the me is an emphatic form of the pronoun. He meant it to be a huge contrast. Nearly 1,500 years of Passovers, all remembering that spectacular deliverance from slavery in Egypt that God granted to his, his people Israel. And now he's changing it. Nearly 2,000 years now of celebrating the Lord's Supper, it's all about not an earthly deliverance. It's about the ultimate spiritual deliverance from sin through Jesus Christ and Him alone. This is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. Next thing, you know what's coming. This is my blood. And when He had taken a cup and given thanks... Which cup? We don't know, and it doesn't matter. Probably the third or the fourth cup, most likely the third, and if you want to argue about it, uh, fine, I don't, I, I don't really care. The point is, he'd taken a cup, given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it, so it's communal, all participating in it, and he said to them, This is my blood, again, strong pronoun, my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Now, take it and drink from it, all of you. That's part of the fullness of the explanations that we get from the passages in which this is remembered, or in which this is recorded. Jesus wants you to remember him. He wants you to celebrate Him by doing this. It's vital. He's saying, this is to your soul as important as eating and drinking is to your body. This is my blood of the covenant. It means that that little cup you drink, or if you want to be really apostolic about it, that little sip you take from the chalice that is that is passed around represents Jesus shedding his blood. It 
represents his death. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.